Hey everyone, this is Dan the GM bringing you episode 112 of What the Dice. Well, this episode ends in a two. That means I'm going to give you a shout out for a podcast that I have been enjoying. This one is Shrimping Crits. If you like monsters, if you like Florida, this podcast is for you. You get to listen to the story of three monster hunters. Well, two monster hunters and a monster dealing with all sorts of Florida mayhem. So if you want to head on down to Gullicochica Bay and listen to their tales, you can find them at Shrimp and Crits on Twitter, or you can head on over to shrimpandcrits.com. If you see them on the Twitterverse, tell them what the dice and Dan the GM say what's up. So that's all I got for that. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let you guys get on with this week's episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 112 of What the Dice. We walk into the campsite of the storyteller and everything's as normal. Campfire's lit. The ocean is making its beautiful ocean sounds off in the distance. And we sit. The storyteller looks at us, gives us a nod, and his eyes slowly look towards the forest. We sit moment two moments nothing so our eyes slowly turn to the forest itself coming out a hunter her armor is scathed and scratched and bitten her bow snapped in twine her quiver empty of ammo she gives a disgruntled nod and walks towards the village a moment later a fighter his Arms and chest are burned with some form of black ash. His gloves on his hands are ripped and torn apart. And he walks off angrily. Then another cloaked figure. And then another hunter. Storyteller watches the last one leave. And he slowly turns his head towards us. Ah. <sighs> Rats, rats, me friend, are the devil. But speaking of rats, it seems as if the adventurers have dealt with something similar. The rats that they deal with are smart, and though they were defeated, one was smart enough to at least let out a volley of strange explosives and deal damage to team. But this rat hunt is getting more dangerous, and they must go deeper still to see what they're dealing with. Well, it seems these rats, he pauses and looks towards the forest, are not like every other rat. Sit back, relax, and hear me tell. So, in the last episode, you guys had a chance to deal with some ratty rats who dropped in on you unannounced in the process of quickly disassembling them with bullets and arrows and knives oh my the last one decided as a latch dish effort to launch out a set of little mini rockets shooting them straight up and then straight down sacrificing itself and doing damage to y'all as well as starting the chain reaction to detonate his 
fallen compatriots. What's going on while I roll my damages? Well, I want to point out that both Kalila and Hugin have evasion. Uh, so as long as I successfully make my reflex check, which I did on both accounts, I take no damage from AoEs. Well, crap. Anyone else got evasion? So I'm going to uh, say that it's the Kalila does a super fancy backflip out of the way to avoid that because it's evading. Anyone else have evasion? Faye does, so she's like dodging shrapnel, like all Matrix style. Leaving Defibulous to take everything. He takes his portion, unless he has it too. That would be under feet, which I'm pretty sure I don't have those. Well, you did pass the reflex save, so it is half damage. Yes, you did. But I rolled 16 damage, so you take eight points of damage as shrapnel rains down on you and into you and rather leaves an unpleasant feeling in the all of you area. But you successfully beat the rats. With apparently them going nuclear on us. Nuclear rat detected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made my night. <laughs> So how are y'all looking on HP after all that? Kalila's just fine. Hugin's just fine. But she is checking on Defibulous. I am not having a very pleasant night. Here, have one of the potions. As she hands over one of the Mexi potions to him. Defibulous will thank her for that. How much did you take? Which, if I remember right, heals 2d8 plus something. 2d8 plus 1. Thank you. Well, I am down below half HP, if that tells you anything. You might not. Uh, 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 you pop two. I think you need two. I bought extras, which she legitimately did. Can I have one of those rats so I can take it home to study if it didn't blow up? If you can salvage whatever, throw it in the bag. Because I want to shoot those thingies out that exploded everywhere. Well. Well, dissect one. I... I Unfortunately, there's nothing left. Or fortunately. For you, fortunately. <laughs> Didn't say for who, just, just stating. We'll try and catch the next one for you, Defibulous. Oh, Defibulous caught this one just in many, many pieces in hot shrapnel style. Well, that is one way to define catching but I'm assuming you popped at least two of the potions, Defibulous. Uh, yeah, do I roll for the HP, or do, you, or do you end up rolling it? Whoever wants to roll it. You can roll it. It's 2d8 plus what? One. And if you're popping two, so it's two, you do it twice. Okay, I'm up to 60. All right. So are you still looking kind of rough, or are you looking like, nah, good? I'm down 26 HP still. So you still look rough. A little rough. Yeah, first potion I only rolled a 5, so that didn't help. Nah, Kalila's healing you. I'm casting uh, Cure Moderate. I healed you for 20 more points. Fabulous. Oh, thank you. 
Because now you look better. Now that your rat problem is solved and you look around, you notice that the rats are still working and not reacting to what just happened. Do you think they were upset that we damaged the wires? I think it's more they were upset that we were interrupting their wire repairs. Well, that door was a bust, apparently, because you said there was a dead end, so motioning northward. Defibus is going to check those rats for interesting things to pick up. And Kalila's going to scope out a safe path. Alright. Um, technically, Comprehend Languages should still be mm -hmm. active, since combat doesn't take mm -hmm. that long. Do I hear anything interesting out of the rats at this point? Must fix the wire, 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 must fix the wire. Must fix wire, must fix wire. Fix the wires. All right. Good job, guys. Muskets fire or what? <laughs> no. No more musket fire. Combat is over. Roll your perception. That's a good thing because I, I don't use a musket anymore. 31. Not you. Oh. Well, you. and Well, yeah, no, you because you're, you're scouting. 34. Not who I meant, but that's fine, too. 34. Um, One of the things you notice is... The remainder of the rat that is here, nothing is mechanically salvageable. But one thing you do notice, the, the fur that is undamaged tends to be black fur, uh, very akin to dock rats, like a, a black rat. You, you would see those more on the docks and more in areas where there's a lot of water. Looking around at the rats around here, they tend to be a little bit more dark gray to like a that the metal gray, like a dark metal gray to more of a an ashen brown. They tend to be something that you would see more akin to in a mountain area. So these are two different species of rats. The other thing you notice is the rats that have been working, their eyes have always glinted blue. These rats that have been more aggressive that you see ripping up cabling and paneling and being innately more destructive have had red eyes. Of course it's the drunk sailors causing problems. I'm guessing that's a reference that I don't understand. What do you do with a drunken sailor? Put him in the longboat till he's sober. Put him in a longboat till he's sober. Okay, so we don't have a longboat. Alright, shave his belly with a rusty razor? Uh, sure, let's try it. Alright. Let's put a rusty razor. Grab me a rat. Grab a rat. No. Aww. No. The Fibris will share the information he's picked up. I think we've got two different groups of rats going, screwing things up here. Being the hunter that I am, Kalila will look down and confirm or deny. No, he's spot right. on. One look, the ones that uh, blew themselves up are definitely even their size. Like they, they're slightly smaller than the rats around you. You also notice that like their teeth are a little bit more sharp. So something more like you would use for cutting, where 
the teeth that are around tend to be a little bit more spaced out. So for stripping wires. So these ones were either bred or made to be destructive. And the ones that are ignoring you tend to be more repair. I think somebody's making a rat army at this point. But yes, so we have bone gods and bone army and undead things. And now we have robot rats. Ugh. <sighs> I miss I just, my woods. I just want to point out something how funny yeah, I just realized. Mm-hmm. Defibulous, the non-animal, non-ranger person, is speaking to animals and pointing out the variation in the rat. Different, two different types of rats. Why do you think I was throwing a conniption fit about this? I know, but I still think it's funny. Yeah, it's hilarious, but I'm still hurt. <laughs> well, technically, Defibulous found it out because he was poking around and scrounging. Yeah, yeah. Kalila, Kalila's being more of the the tracker hunter. Defibulous is being more necromancy of like, what can I use this dead thing for? And Faye, Faye's kind of being the necromancer too, a little bit. So you're saying I can start resurrecting dead robot rats? We can we can give you a level of necromancy next time we level up. No. <laughs> Raise an undead rat army. No. That's like all of a sudden, you just hear a door slam in the background. I if I harness broken. the power of enough liches. <laughs> all right, so if onward forward. Did I see anything? Safety, danger, Will Robinson with my role and, and scouting a good path? What'd you roll perception um, wise? 31. With the 31, you catch the glint of something green and gelatinous oh, no. pressing against the wall and disappearing out of view. Oh, no. I heard nothing. Yay, dungeon Roomba. Um, I also need a perception check from everyone. Why? The Fibulous is too in, uh, focused on playing with the dead rats for parts. I rolled a 21, so half attention on the wall, half attention on what's going on. I don't know. Okay. I mean, she's trying to pay attention. And Faye? 22. Not the best. No worse. Kalila and Faye. As you guys are kind of keeping your eyes and ears open, you hear a deep rumble. Something sounding like it is burrowing just below your feet. Back on the metal. Back on the metal. Back on the metal. I don't like it. I don't like it. Hustle. As you back up, Across the dirt, just north of you, you see what would what someone would akin to a shark fin or a row of, of spining that is just coming out of the, the stone just a little bit. And you hear the sounds of just stone being gnarled and chewed up. And it starts to slowly fade away as... Small pieces, small bit of steam got up from the just about one foot wide gash across the stone. And then as it fades off further off in the distance, it just kind of disappears out of earshot. Knowledge nature. I rolled a 22. With a 22... 
you remember them telling you about some kind of tunnely creature that is under here. And they didn't give you a direct description, but you know that it was large and worm-like. And without having a direct name for it or anything like that, that's what you assume you just dealt with. Was it was just tunneling past and either came up too shallow or it maybe uses its fins to breathe. It's it's you really don't know because you don't you didn't see anything more than its fins. How big of a track did that thing make? It went across so it's one foot okay. wide and it is it reaches across the the valley north of you, so just about Fifty-five feet-ish is the the. So it's not so much of a, a a massive worm that it's like say diameter would be like five or ten feet. This is something. I mean, a, a one foot thick worm is still terrifying. Um, well, its its fins are one foot. Ah, thick. the fins. So it is a much larger body underneath. Yes. Okay. No, I just wanted kind of the idea of size of what was possibly so i was talking about the mound of dirt because if it came up that shallow um, i'm assuming like i don't know five feet of dirt was disturbed or it trenched out a foot of dirt okay. and as you look down it looks like the fins are probably anywhere between three and four feet tall so this thing would be classified as a large or huge creature we're gonna go with huge got it okay so not quite hello but it didn't seem hostile. It literally just seemed like it was Doing just its thing. passing yep. through. Yep. Yeah, that happens again. Let's not attack it. Okay. Well, once it's nice and silent, Kalila will move forward again. Okay. Make sure it's safe to proceed and continue to lead as long as everyone's ready to move forward. I'm going to say Defibulous is still completely absorbed in trying to find usable parts on these dead killer rats. Defibulous, you need five minutes. Huh? What? You ready to go, or do you need five minutes? Hang on, I'm having one of those things, a headache with pictures. Got it. Broom? Okay, what about the broom? It's a horrible time to sweep. It lies. But we can't all fit on the broom. No. Why? What's going on? But we can hang from it. Oh, are you talking if that thing comes back? What thing? I'm thinking maybe we just want to traverse this area from above. It sounds like Faye wants to get tied up again. I don't know what you're talking about. Who are you talking well, about? Well, get out the broom going, all right, here you go. Defibulous will just give the two of them a very confused look on what this discussion's over. I think she doesn't want to walk on the ground because of the scary giant worm thing that could have popped up and ate eaten us. What giant scary worm thing? I'll point out the trough that's in the ground. Did you not feel the shaking? Nope. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, a giant... Uh, I heard rumor it's a giant tunneling lack thereof worm. Uh, and it had, what'd you say, three fins? Yeah, like three or four. Several fins, like a shark that popped up that are... Oh, I don't know. The fins are like three or four feet tall. A foot wide. Causes mild earthquakes. You know. Fibulous will stop thinking to think if he's ever heard of anything like that before. I mean, for every, all intents and purposes in your head, think of like the tunneling terror from Futurama, right? Like giant worm. 
you know, mouthpieces or something. I don't know. That's what I'm envisioning. I hate that guy. I hate that guy. Uh, see, I'm kind of thinking tremors. Yeah, or like, graboids. Grab like uh, kind of a it, graboid. It would be. It would be more closely as if you, the tunneling t horror had like a row of shark fins on its back. So worm with circular teethy mouth and fins. Mm-hmm. A giant fluke worm with fins. Yes. Yeah. Is there anything that Obsidian or Defugus could roll for to see if he's ever heard of anything like this before? Do you have Dungeoneering? Nope. Then no. No, you cannot. I mean, Knowledge Nature is what I rolled. Yeah, but you saw it. He didn't. True. He would be going off a description. I mean, he could go off of a description if he has his nature right. I mean, describing a bear, you still kind of have an idea. Okay, so anyway... <laughs> now Fair. that he knows that there's something here, um, I kind of don't walk across this area. Could we rig a couple of slings or hammocks or seats to spawn and somebody pilot the broom and we could just kind of float over? Just sit on the broom and and it'll fly you. Question. Okay, but we're not all going to fit on it. I will walk, so will Hugin. Hugin's not going to fit on the broom and he's too big to stand on any of you guys. Okay, but Hugin can climb up the ceiling. Yeah, he can walk on the walls. I'll go on the ground. You can take the broom, and Defibulus can take a pick. Ride Hugin. You could ride Hugin. Hugin would be so, uh, more stealthy than I would. We haven't trained him, though, so he might buck you off. But we could strap you to Hugin, though. He looks over at Hugin. You wouldn't throw me off, would you, buddy? So you can speak with animals. You can just tell him what's going on. I'm just saying. Like, I don't think I should walk under it. Hugin's also intelligent. I think Hugin's the smarter of all y'all. He just keeps quiet. <laughs> he just taps his little spider feet. Alright. We'll we'll do this. Even Hugin accepts you. Odd, he doesn't. Fair enough. I rolled a 19. That was a waste of a 19. But <laughs> he does not want you to ride him. Not yet. He'll okay. pass Hugin. It's okay, buddy. But he does shake his butt, saying that he can uh, web you to the broom while somebody flies it. Nah, I can just skip across the ground. But if you want to ride the broom, Faye, somebody needs to use the thing. He did, to keep her away from the big giant slime thing that tried to eat her. That she stuck her arm in. Just pretend you're standing on a branch tree. It'll be fine. Never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, give it a try or, or don't. Uh, question, Den. Yes. How much of this is just open dirt that we would have to transverse before being safe from whatever was underground? So it's a mix of stone and dirt. You, you there's a lot of dirt and like, like you know, cave dirt that is built up over time. Probably also has some like guano and other miscellaneous bits and bobs. Uh, and then usually there's some stone underneath, but it's a mix. Uh, if you guys wanted to take a closer look at the trench, you would notice that it does cut through the stone with some relative ease. The thing's gone, guys. I'm standing here, and if it was going to come back and eat us, she shifts her feet. I've been moving the whole time. It doesn't seem to be coming back. I think we're okay. Well, then I'd say let's just get going. Okay, but remind me to say I told you so before the stomach acid eats us all. Let's go. Alright, done deal. I will remind you to tell me I told you so. Only if you admit that you stuck your arm in a gelatinous cube. 
I have no idea what you're saying right now. Let's go. And I'm not admitting nothing. <laughs> Lila's heading forward, listening carefully as she does. Quiet feet. So is face sneaking. The fibulous will attempt to try to sneak. No, just muttering to herself. As you get a little bit more north, northeastern, the trail branches off into three paths. And there is a strange algae, fungus, um, something growing on the walls that is giving it this eerie green blue hue and it has this slight pulse to it as if the cave itself is breathing knowledge nature okay roll 18 it is a is it a, a, a lichen a lichen lichen a type of it's a type of algae fungus that clings to stone and things like that and it is bioluminescent mm -hmm. so it produces its own natural light for the most part it's usually like a very soft blue but this seems to have a strange green hue to it which gives it this sickeningly, sickeningly um, feel to it it looks healthy and it doesn't seem like there's any poison in the air it just gives it that it, it puts you uncomfortable with this green. It gives you that poison green feel. Heebie-jeebies. I just like to point out, since, since I did my thesis over environmental lighting and the effects, and thank you, thank you, thank you. I that the, 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 the master artist in me appreciates this. I, I've made your life hell with a couple of the creatures, so I'm giving you something pretty to play Beautiful with. Beautiful amb ambiance with colored lighting. Yes, thank you. Tephibius kind of looks at the stuff. He's like, I wonder if it's giving off green light like the dwarves when they drink the water, they get the green in their beards. I wonder if this is the same algae effect. I was wondering the exact same thing. I don't know. Why don't you smear some in your beard and find out? Well, I'll reach out and touch a little bit and get it on her paw. Kind of smoosh it on a finger. It holds its color and brightness for a couple of seconds before it just fades off. It seems as if it is connected to its roots. It will produce light, and it will fade once it's removed from the roots. Alright, makes sense. Going to do my hearing check, see which way to indicate maybe which way to go. Looks like no glowing beam for the fabulous. Perception check. Apparently I'm distracted by the shinies. Dirty 20. You hear the chittering of rats and bats and the clanking of tiny paws on metal and the sounds of the turrets that have been constantly moving in the background. Everything is kind of echoing in, in everything around you, kind of making it mildly disorienting. Alright. She's going to move forward to the, the, the bottom-most entrance. The southeastern? Yeah, there's two. We'll, we'll call it the south entrance, the one above it, the eastern entrance, because they kind of both go to the east. And then the northern entrance. And she's going to come over there and then take another pause and listen. Since she was disoriented in the middle, which was a bad location on her part to decide what to try to listen and see what she hears down this hallway and sees. As you look down this hallway and you keep your ears home, you hear this 
squishy, drippy, globby sound. And as you peer down, you see the gelatinous cube is sitting in a puddle of something. And it is expelling anything that is metal or non biodegradable is I guess the only non edible. Non organic. That's the word I'm looking for. Spewing out the it things is, you can't eat. Right. And there are rats grabbing it and then digging into a small hole and disappearing into the wall. And taking all the goodies. Mm. Alright. She's gonna do the same thing to the eastern tunnel. And also go gelatinous cubes down that one. Mm-mm. What are you worried about? You didn't have any issues with them last time, did you? I don't like ooze. All squishy and nasty, huh? Just a little slimy. They're better than the hallucinogenic leeches. Hey, that whale song was pretty, damn it. I believe it. Now, as she listens. Ooh, this one, she's really paying attention. What'd you roll? 32. With the 32, not only do you hear, but you see off in the distance a row of red, beady eyes, not looking your way, but more making their way down the t far tunnel. In their mouths, you see ch chunks of wire and what look like the strange glass screens that Defibulous has a penchant of playing with. And it looks like they are trying to crush them more. You see them like if the ones that have the screens in their mouth, if they walk past a rock, they'll slam the, their mouth on it, making the, gr the glass on it shatter even more. And they do not tend, they do not seem to see you. Quietly whispering, rats are that way. And she will check the north. And I need a perception check to the north. 24. With a 24, you peer in there and you see something you wouldn't have expected. The rats have created what looks like a series of ladders up the stone. Looks like it has been chewed or chipped through metal. And they are either, you see pieces of metal being tossed down from above, or some of them are carrying it down with their teeth. But they are definitely using this as a way to transport materials down. But they are doing it in a, in a manner to destroy them as much as they can before they get down. We will point that out too, going, all right, we now have engineering rats. They are the black-furred rats. So the more aggressive ones or the blue the, light? Uh, black with red eyes. Okay, so they're the aggressive. And as far as I can tell, this tunnel loops around and it's just a long hallway back there and it is lined with rats. Mm -hmm. I couldn't see around the cube. The aggressive I bite and blow up rats or the I have to fix rats? Aggressive blow up rats, I think. They're all red eyes, and they're black. Black furred. Well, I mean, we are technically supposed to be getting rid of them. That is true. We could send a ball of, a couple of my balls of fire and lightning down and around. I wonder if the lightning would hurt them more. 
Mm, I don't know. But does the tunnel like you said it loops around north down to the south, but does it, where does it go after that? I couldn't see past the cube. We would have to either fight a bunch of rats or get around the cube. We could try to sneak you down the tunnel and see what we see first. We'd probably have better luck trying to sneak around the cube than all of those rats. We could fly over the cube if the tunnels are high enough as she checks the ceiling height. Yes, you would have clearance to fly over it. If you want, I can fly over and take a gander or send Hugin around along the ceiling to see what's over there and take a look. I would also like an intelligence check from everyone. Nat 20. Well, that's good. 13. 18. Defibulous is the only one that remembers. They want you to destroy the path for them to get up here. And it looks like, as you guys have been wandering around... Besides a small hole here or there, there hasn't been an actual pathway for these rats to use. This looks like it is their main highway to the God's Fell. So if you were able to destroy or seal up this hole, you would at least technically fulfill the contract of stopping them from getting up. It would be temporary, but you would at least adhere to contract that has been stated. Yeah. I'll wait to see if Fibulus says anything before I say anything. Hmm. Well, I mean, we could just cheap out and blow up the, the thing, but they're just going to make it again. I don't see this being a very effective fix. I say we should get rid of them. I agree. We should still get rid of them, but I kind of want to go see what's past the cube first before we consider a massive attack. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. All right. Kalila will, uh... Actually, how tall is the ceiling? Uh, there was room to fly, so... Yeah, there's room. There's fly. Let's call it... Let's call it 40 feet. Okay. It's a nice, big, open tunnel. Well, I'm going to have Hugan go up to the top of the ceiling and xenomorph across it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but you knew what I meant when I said it. Yeah, but he's a spider. You could have just said spider his way. Yeah, but that would be less cool. <laughs> All right. What are you doing with him up there? Well, I have this wonderful thing that literally allows me to see through Hugin's eyes. So I'm going to see what's there. Okay. Do you have to roll for anything like that? Let me double check, but I do not believe I do. I just can't do anything as Kalila because I'm literally seeing what he sees, mm -hmm. not what's in front of Kalila. So our eyes just kind of glaze over is what I'm guessing. Right. Yeah. Or they turn spidery. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Or they could like kind of take like a spidery like thing of, it essentially doesn't look like Kalila's eyes. She doesn't have pupils now. Correct. <laughs> Who needs pupils? Between my character sheet and his character sheet, it takes me a little bit to find it, but I will find it and read it to you. Okay, I found it. Improved empathic link, fourth level. Hunter gains an empathic link with her animal companion. This functions like empathic similar, blah, 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 except the hunter can also see through the companion's eyes as a swift action, maintaining this connection as long as she likes, as long as the companion is within one mile. And ending it as a free action, the hunter is blinded while maintaining this connection. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm not deaf, I'm not dead, nothing bad happens, it's just I don't see what I see, I see what Hugin sees. Okay. So as Hugin scurries up the wall and takes position, you start to peer through his eyes, and it's disorienting at first because he is upside down and you are right side up. After a moment, you adapt, and you see a long line of these rats, and they are walking not not one by one, but it's almost like watching fire ants when they are hauling their their kill or their food back. It is just this a mass of rats. And then you start to notice there's some kind of light at the roof. Little small lights that are slowly pulsing just the, the faintest of color. I need a perception check. Whose stat am I adding? Hugin's or mine? Yours. Okay, no, I just, they're different and I need a clarification. 35. With a 35, you're staring and you notice there's something that's been installed in the roof. And it's a wire, a thick black wire wrapped in metal conduit that is ran carefully and bolted ever so slightly where you wouldn't see it normally. And then you look down and follow the wire down the mall. And then you notice there's this little stony ridge at the base. And it is slightly the same color of the stone around it, but not. And it's, you see a faint blue light coming from within. And it doesn't, it seems very out of place. You look over and the gelatinous cube is cooing and gurbling and then it shimmies and then starts to push against the wall and slowly disappear. Northern wall or southern wall? Southern. Alright guys, the cube left. And she'll describe everything that she's seeing with Hugin's eyes. The weird pipes, the defibulous nose to look for it, the color of the glow that's pulsing. She'll describe it as best she can, so if that way he wants to try and sketch it, he can. Uh, along with this weird stones, and then all the rats. What's the dotted blue line? The dotted blue line is the wire, and you do see some kind of, like, metal dome shape at the end of the wire. Okay, she'll describe that too, that there's a metal dome shape at the end of the wire. What about down that hallway further? Would I be able to roll an engineering knowledge engineering to see what that could potentially, that wire and dome could be? Absolutely. Alright, so that's probably as far as she can see unless Hugin goes walking down there, but there's more tunnel and what looks to be more rat going down that way. 25 on my check. 25. The dome sounds like maybe an exposed version of the uh, the turrets. And you have no clue what the wire is, but the blue hue kind of reminds you of the uh, the consoles that you've been futzing with. Mm, it sounds like maybe an exposed turret. The blue line? Kind of sounds like the, the consoles when I'm playing with them. So, unless the rats 
to have rerouted one of those to make their own turrets? I don't know. Alright. She'll recall Hugin back if there's nothing left to investigate much farther. She doesn't want Hugin to go too far without her. Okay. And now that her sight has returned, uh, suggest that we head down that way since the cube has left. All right. Just because maybe Defibulus can get some better eyeballs on what she was looking at without disturbing the rats yet, while coming up with the best way of to fight how many rats is there? A shit ton. Yeah. And how big was that drop? Because then, since they're crushing it and trying to look like they're breaking it, I'm assuming it's to like compact it into smaller pieces. How big was that rat drop? I'm calling it. Uh, rat it's drop. coming from the roof, so they. It's. What did I say the roof height was? 40, 40 feet? 40 feet. This is a 40 foot drop. Some of them are literally dropping and they're gimping when they walk away, but they're surviving a 40 foot drop. Some of them are smart and using ladders. Others are, like, literally chucking stuff down and then jumping down after it. Yeah, but I'm saying that the hole that they are putting the things into, not what they're leaping off of. Blue ones, they're taking it. There's a hole to the south that you really can't see. It's just big enough for a rat to fit in. Uh-huh. Whenever the rat is – or whenever the gelatinous cube was in this jelly water, mm-hmm. it was kicking out anything that it couldn't eat. The blue-eyed rats were taking it and bringing it into that hole and then disappearing. The red-eye rats are coming from above using a large uh, a ladder that they've built, and they are bringing down stripped-out wire, console faces, stuff like that. And as they're walking with it, they are hitting it against rocks or slamming it down and trying to do more damage to them. Okay. So they, So what is the blue dots with the big orange circle at the top north? Those, that is the electrical wire that you saw that leads up to a strange metal dome. Defibrillus, while they are walking down the dungeon room, buzz, uh, garbage wow. pool here, he's also going to look for a potential, uh, console or box that may give him access to that dome over there. All right. Kalila's watching guard, by the way. Defibulous, I need a perception check. And while he is rolling that, since Kalila knows the which wall the cube went into, mm-hmm. and Hugin has tremor sense, she's having Hugin just sit on that wall. And in theory, I would imagine if that gelatinous cube comes back towards us, and can you would get the jump on it because it has to come all the way out to reform. So you would see it forming before. Yeah. Okay, so Hugin being there is not is pointless. Well, he would have the heads up of his. He would feel the the wall become wet. Okay. So. Then he's. He on would the be wall. your extra early warning system. Yep. So that's where Hugin's positioned there. Yeah, thirty-four. With the thirty-four, you get close to this strange, little drop-down stone area, and it is pretty well hidden. You see the wire, and you lean in, and you see a small console. And it is kind of jerry-rigged up. You see there are exposed wires, and they are rat-puked on to seal. And you see a thing that's asking for a key card to activate. 
he'll try his key card on it. It beeps and it flashes and it comes to life. And you see that little screen. You can see where all the rats are coming out of. And it seems you've got almost like a, a view. And as you're poking buttons and flipping through the pages, you see a variety of lettering. You see AP. You see EX. You see... Um, uh, BB and a, a couple other initials that you really don't recognize, but there is a lot of them. And you see the words safety, and it is disengaged. Hmm. And so it's like the turret, the turret controls for the last time he played with one. Yes, but really, I don't want to say dumbed down, but really kind of jerry-rigged. He's like, I might be able to turn the turret against the rats that are using that ladder over there. Well, that would be one way to do all the work. I mean, this thing is so jury-rigged. I mean, it, it's theoretically possible that, you know, water drip on it, it would set the darn thing off anyway. The only question is what type of... Which set of letters should I try on them? What do you think they might mean? Like BB bean bag, like the, the those little packets. Remember the, the yeah, last that, turret? that seems familiar. Okay, so what do you think the other ones could potentially be? If we go off of the assumption of BB is bean bag. AP. Um. What do you think, Faye? Okay, what have we got again? She'll catch her up with all the, the letters and what they might or might not stand for, and they're assuming they're ammunition type. Okay, hang on. I need... The SS and the BB we've encountered with the last turret and played with it, didn't we? Yes. What was SS? Shock bullets. Stick and shock. Stick and shock. Okay. The BB would have been the... That beanbag. DR might be grenade. But we don't thing. know that word. Right, but. Uh, so you have to think like Faye, not like us. Right, the silly bombs. The silly bombs, yeah. That's just. That'd be fun to watch, but not very effective. What do you think that AP is? Armor piercing. Well, I will look at Faye and go, armor piercing? Well, I mean, we do have armor-piercing arrows, don't we? Yes, you do. I guess that would make sense, yeah. These little rats are metal. And metal is armor. Please tell me y'all also think that EX stands for explosives. I have just one question for you. Explosions? I like explosions. You know you've sealed your fate with saying that, right? As she looks deadpan at Faye. Fibulous, while they are discussing that, is setting the, the ammo type to e, uh, EX. Kalila already knew that was going to happen. As you hit the EX, you see high or standard? Standard. Standard. Oh, God. He goes, oh, high. As you press it, you can hear the sound echoing through the halls of this... And then you see on the 
console in front of you. Clip loaded. Six shots remaining. It's only going to try the low. See if there's more shots. He'll switch it over to standard yield to see what, how many shots it's got. There's another whirl and buzz, and it locks in place, and you see six shots remaining. You'll check the armor-piercing rounds. Flipping through the screens, you hit it, and it says 132 rounds remaining. That one has a lot. Tapipus will see if he can cycle it to where it'll use a, expend the uh, high-yield explosive shots and then cycle itself back to armor-piercing. All right. Roll me a... I feel like there needs to be a section. Roll me a damn it, damn it, defibulous roll. <laughs> That's pretty much what this one is. So let's do... Let's do profession engineering because you're going to have to figure out if you can do it. 34. Okay. And then... Just give me a straight roll to see if you're lucky enough to get it right. 19. Nice. All right. After playing with it for a couple of moments, you see... Kalila has her bow out, by the way, just to be ready. You mess with it for a couple of minutes, and you literally see a thing that lets you select ammo types and go through, and you have enough slots to slot all the different types of ammo in order of however you want it. It also gives you the ability to select three targets and it will it basically is if you said like target this rat it would target all rats matching that rat's image does that make sense yeah, yeah so it's got a, a built-in targeting system to it right so is this something you want to do Fibbit's eyes light up he's like oh guys Oh god, this isn't good. What? I figured out how to get it to shoot all the bullets I wanted to. Excellent. And I can set it to target specific rats based on appearance. Obviously the black with red eyes, yeah? You'll see if that's a, a targetable choice, black with red eyes. You begin to mess with it, and you're able to rotate the camera, and it locks onto one of the rats. You see a wireframe go around it, and then you see almost like a wireframe image of them and it starts to mark out distinctive qualities fur black size ranging from blah to blah eyes tone red augment noted in hands teeth skull tail what are augment in the tail oh man we didn't even look at the tails he will tell it to target those types all right is that going to be first target second target or third target are there any other type of rats other than the friendly fix-the-wire rats? Not that you've seen, but you can also target the ladder and the hole. Oh, yeah, he'll target he'll target the ladder and the hole first with the high-yield explosives and then have it right. go over to the hostile rats. Okay. So he'll seal the, the hole, the ladder, and the go for the rats. So basically, high-yield for the hole, standard yield for the ladder, and then all other ammo is for the rats. Yes. Okay. Should I hit the button? Please tell me I can hit the button. 
go for it as she has her arrow bow and arrow ready. Defibrous gets all like hoppity excited and presses the button. A also pulls her weapons. This might initiate combat. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> It'll initiate a uh, mess is what it's gonna make. Cordal Mombat! Finisher! Defibulous. As you push the accept button, there are six massive explosions, and you hear the sound of stone crumbling. Then you hear six more explosives that are slightly smaller. Then you hear the sounds of metal hitting the ground. And then you hear the system whirling up. And you see bullets go flying. And as you look up, that turret is on a track. And it is moving and targeting and just obliterating the rats. You watch the ammo count quickly drop, and then you see a magazine, an empty clip, just drop out of the sky as it continues to move. After what seems like seconds, panel goes dim, and you see the words, all ammo expended. And as the smoke clears, you see just the corpses of hundreds of rats full of bullet holes, some of them twitching and sparking with electricity. And this is where we end this episode. Well, 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 me friends. It seems as if the fibulous Kalila and Faye have succeeded in part of their rat hunt, sealing up the entrance with a defibulous level flare, using ammo that would make a small army jealous. But the rat's entrance to Godsville has been sealed. Now, deeper still to find the nest itself. Godsfell, my friends, is a very dangerous place. But it seems our adventurers are very skilled in figuring out how to destroy what they do not know. Well, that is all the time we have for this evening. And as always, me friends, may the dice gods bless your every roll. The camera slowly pans as if it's going to fade off. Looking into the forest, we see those beaming red eyes slowly fade to blue as the sound of a cage locking down around it is heard. Well, now that this is taken care of, I wonder if the adventurers want it. The fabulous seems like the type that likes these strange mechanical doodads. I don't know about the quiet one now. Maybe the hunter 
She likes things that follow her. Well, let's take you home. You don't belong here. We see a set of strange eyes look towards the camera. And you! You never saw me. Do we understand each other? Good. The camera slowly fades into darkness. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email whatthedicepod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 